reading from an article, November 2016, on traditions, Before I Act. Though we might not be famous, one member thinks, it's important to be careful about what we say and post in public. This article comes to us from Bob L. from Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Bob, for sending this article. At a recent discussion meeting, the topic of anonymity came up. I was disturbed by hearing how many members believe that this was no longer an important issue today. Some of the meetings agreed that celebrities should not divulge their AA membership, but thought it was perfectly okay for regular members to do so at the local level. Their rationale was that everyone had known them as drunks, and now that they're sober, they should not be ashamed or hide their recovery. Upon checking with friends in other districts, I discovered that this attitude seemed to prevail. It sounds reasonable, huh? It's not a violation of the 11 tradition to admit that one is an alcoholic or even an alcoholic in recovery, but it is a violation to identify oneself as a member of AA at the level of press, radio, and films. I might include the internet to that list. Once you identify yourself as an AA member on the internet, people may assume that any and all persons you correspond with are also AA members. Early on, I was taught the importance of the traditions for the survival of AA. These were developed through a process of trial and error. In the beginning, there was no concept of anonymity. Many early members were anxious to spread the news and promote this new idea. In some cases, there was a positive outcome. Eventually, though, the negative results far far outnumbered the positive. We were lucky. In those days, there seemed to be an unwritten agreement that the press would not publish negative articles about AA and its members. Today, all that has changed. Everyone and everything is fair game. Again, in the early days, there seems to be an unwritten agreement that the press would not publish negative articles about AA and its members. Today, all that has changed. Everyone and everything is fair game. There's a saying in the 12-step work reminding me that I may be the only big book a suffering alcoholic may come in contact with. When I disclosed my AA membership to the general public, I became the voice and face of AA. If I relapsed then, it became proof that naysayers that the program doesn't work. If I stay sober but on the occasion display some of my character defects, that may reflect on the program as well. Very good. William Shakespeare wrote in his play, Julius Caesar, the evil that men do lives after them. The good is often interred with their bones. (laughs) It would be easier for me to be remembered by my drunken behaviors than for the normal things I have accomplished in recovery. The 12 Traditions reminds me that anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions. I stay sober and work the program of AA because it's the right thing for me to do and the right way for me to live. Breaking my anonymity to seek praise and accolades is acting contrary to my spiritual program. I must think before I act, speak, or post. 
Breaking my anonymity is not an isolated act. It affects AA as a whole, as well as every member. <clears throat> Bob L. from Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania. Amen. Interesting article. Let's go ahead and read another one while we're on the uh, on the subject. Boy, this uh, they're working on this AA grapevine, but I'm very very pleased to see it. We used to have to pay money to get into the archive. Right now, they have it open to everybody. Supposedly, there's no. Uh, you go to aagrapevine.org and you can read this article for yourself. Now, I try to go back, and it's taking a long time just to move backwards. There we go. <clears throat> Here's another... St- oh, okay, that's the one I just read. I read this one before, I Heard You Don't Drink, and it's really one of the reasons why we... Uh, I let... Well... In the, uh, I let people know around me and in my workplace that I'm in the program. Why? Because I'm making amends. And uh, and it says it so on the 12 and 12, you know, approach the people around you and say, I'm working on it, I'm making amends. Yep, you're taking a gamble. But on the other hand, if people see, especially alcoholics, that you have mended your way, they will come up to you and ask you, how'd you do it? I like to do it. So that's there. That that far outweighs the good that we can do. All right, here we go. This one is called To Break or Not to Break. <laughs> By Scott D. from Hopesville, North Carolina. When it comes to telling others that he's an AA member, whether in person or through his computer, he looks to our 12 traditions. A few years ago, I was working in retail with a couple fellow employees when an AA member I knew happened to walk by the counter. We chatted a moment. I asked him if he was going to an upcoming AA event. He said he would attend, and I thought nothing more of it. The next day when I was off, he called and told me I had broken his anonymity. I apologized and promised to be more careful in the future. As I rationalized about this, I told myself that my fellow employees knew I was in an A and that most everyone else I knew was aware that I was in AA. Therefore, my co-workers would have sur- surmised he was in AA. This is wrong on my part. I must respect the fact that everyone's anonymity is their own at whatever level they choose. I, ha- I, have, I live in a military town and a military folk feel their careers depend on keeping their membership very anonymous. On the other hand, I've been told by the others that this is not always true and that any military individual needs for anonymity may depend on their chain of command. This is probably similar to the private sector. A person I know told me a co-worker was fired shortly after revealing his AA membership. Whoa. I like to maintain my anonymity in the same manner that Dr. Bob called for, precisely at the level of press, radio, and films. I use my last name and meanings, and I'm willing to let just about anyone know. I think, if I think the hand of God could help them, my profession requires licensure, and the recovery of my license was a five-year process that 
any future employee would easily discover I pretty much have to be upfront about my past in job interviews. The reason I let coworkers know is that it seems most everyone has an Elkie in their family. Again, I share my experience if it will help ease someone's journey. Anonymity online is a different matter. I try to err on the side of caution in social media. I have not joined any recovery groups. Someone recently added me to a secret group. I value their friendship and respect their recovery, but I may withdraw from it as well. Some wise person said to of social media, if you're not paying for it, you're not the customer, you're, you're the product. That is why you see that the ads that get served up to, to you online, I get ads for motorcycle parts are related to my job, ads related to recovery. I'm sure that just using my browser to visit our website, aa.org, triggers a recovery ads. There's, just, there's your anonymity online. Having said that, I don't think any human tracks this. Just the faceless algorithms of search engines engines. Even though I'm open with my anonymity, I get upset when it is broken by others. I've been tagged in posts about folks celebrating AA birthdays, for example. My approach is to send these folks a private message questioning if they think their posts may violate the 11 tradition. It is because I am sensitive to my own anonymity being violated that I must remember not to break others. As far as our public relations policies, goes, it is it's all about attraction according to the traditions. I must remember that if I am going to be open about my anonymity, I darn well be be attractive in my sobriety. Woo-hoo, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for listening to this anonymity clip. God bless you. More will be revealed.